Hi, this is Cassidy Guard, and welcome to episode three of the Cosmic Goodness Loves You soundtrack. Oh, this is not a soundtrack. Oh my god, I guess I always think of soundtrack to my life, and all the time I just tap into a song and I can't stop listening to it, and so that must be why I said soundtrack and not podcast. The song I cannot stop playing right now is Under Pressure. I think that it's because we're in this really murky, kind of convoluted time right between Christmas and New Year's when it's kind of hard to not be bittersweet about, okay, what did I do this year and what did I not do? And I feel like I didn't do a whole lot. And of course that's not true, but also it's hard to not have grief for the lack of adventure and discovery and curiosity to travel and and do other things without remembering that we're living through a global pandemic. And so I more than ever just have this need to travel and go to every single place that I've ever wanted to go immediately. Like all I want to do is just block out my schedule for the next six months and go. And I find that to be really funny because like everything, the second I feel like there is a time cruncher deadline to get something done and I haven't had the ability to do it, that's when I find the motivation and desire to do it. And I've always been somebody that wants to wait to travel until I have a group or someone else to do it with. And it's partially because I just read way too many blogs and I'm always the person that's like, I would be the one to go to a foreign country and not know where I was going and just find myself in the most dire of circumstances where I can't get out of it. And that's not necessarily true, but it also feels like a lot of things can go wrong when you're a single solo woman that travels alone. And so it wasn't until the pandemic happened that suddenly I just didn't care anymore about whether or not um, I needed to wait till the right moment or time or person or group to go with to travel. And now more than anything, now that I can't do it, of course, I want to travel. And so I've just been thinking about the fact that I have had the hardest time finding the energy to do the most basic tasks imaginable. And yes, it does come from the fact that when you have ADHD, finding the motivation to get something done can be so hard that it isn't until you get the momentum going to start, it's impossible to stop. And so that's how we fry out. And that's how we go, 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 go until we can't go anymore. But I'll work really hard for maybe two to three stretches of days at a time. And then I need two to three stretches of days to do absolutely nothing. And that's a big part of the reason I have a hard time working in a nine to five, five day a week situation is because I do my best work sometimes in the middle of the night. And it's not always the most conducive for jobs with traditional structure. And so I think the coolest thing about the pandemic, the silver lining that's meant the most to me is that we are now in situations where people are finally waking up to what an alternative non-traditional structure looks like. And 
one of my favorite quotes that I keep coming back to is, um, it's an Albert Einstein quote, and it's, logic will get you from A to B, imagination will take you everywhere. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately because I listened to an Alan Watts lecture on playfulness. And playfulness is, of course, something that comes in our sweet spot of life when we are the most fluid and non-committed to an outcome. And I think we lose so much of that as we get older and we're conditioned to follow the rules and do things the right way and to behave. And so trying to tap into this like very small part of myself that just doesn't care about an outcome and goes with it is kind of the most beautiful discovery that I have learned how to do this past year. And I did that when I went to Art Basel. I decided the day before that I really wanted to go. And I couldn't even find it in myself like a week before. I was looking at flights and hotels and everything was through the roof. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not spending thousands of dollars on this trip. And, you know, it's, I don't really have a reason to be there other than to just go look at art. I'm not working it. Like, why would I spend all this money? And so the day before, the flights dropped down so low. I remember clicking on it and it was something like $35 on a JetBlue flight from uh, JFK to Miami. And it wasn't even a crazy early flight. I think it was like a 9 a.m. So I just booked it because I realized, okay, even if I decide tomorrow not to go, that's $30 to hold something in case I want to do it. And so after that, I went on to Hotels Tonight. And when I was on Hotels Tonight, I saw something and it was like the whole entire total of the stay, if I went from a Thursday to a Monday, it was like $211. And I was like, wait a minute, is that, that's per night? I mean, I guess that's all right. If you go for five days, it's eight, $900. And when I clicked on it, I realized that that was for the whole entire stay. And of course, after that, I realized also that it was for a hostel. And so I just decided that I wasn't going to be there very much. I planned to be out and about. So fuck it, I'll do it. (laughs) And so I booked the hostel and I went to Art Basel and I stayed at a hostel. And I will say it was not that bad. It was not like the greatest thing I've ever done. I would say... You know, staying at a hostel during COVID when you're there are bunk beds and different people in and out isn't, you know, my most favorite thing I've ever done. But I got to go to Basel and I did it for like $300. And I want to do more things like that because I think if I had spent a lot more money and had a subpar time, I would have been more agitated that I had thrown a lot of money at this. But since it was such low investment of cost, my expectation of it was so humorous that I just kept thinking, even if I am not having the greatest time ever, it was it was like $300 to do this whole trip. Who even cares? My return flight was $48. So I want to bring that energy into so many more things that I do as much as possible in 2022. And that level of playfulness is freaking magical. And that is what cosmic goodness is. And that is when you find the little silver linings of things that you never could have planned that go unexpected, right? And so 
finding the bandwidth to do it isn't always there because in some periods of life, all I want to do is just curl up and read a book and I don't want to talk to anyone and I go into you know, periods of time where I'm just really introspective and I'm daydreaming and I'm in a place where I just want to plant the seed. And I try to look at those different periods of my life as seasons where sometimes I'm the little seedling, like so deep into the soil where I'm kind of like shedding my former self. And then there are other times where like, I feel the energy coming back and I'm like getting more ideas and you know, it's, it's sort of connecting all the dots and finding the root of it. And it's like, okay, that could work with that. And I just met that person and that project would align with that. And then the best period ever is when you're blooming, when all the the seeds you planted kind of happen at once. And that's something that happened to me in April of this past year, where um, a really cool opportunity came up to work at a startup that was so aligned and, uh, I couldn't have manifested it in any other way than it was just the right people at the right time with the right circumstances and it all aligned. And so I've just been thinking a lot about when you live with intention, how things kind of fall into place and align before you. And I think when you allow yourself to be the seed that's just deep in in the ground and not really beat up on yourself of like, oh, I've barely been going out. I'm not really seeing people to just let it be, you know? And I think it was like June, July, August of this year, I went out so much and New York City was just reopening. People were starting to go out again and I just couldn't stop going to concerts. I think in it must have been the span of seven days I went to Lord Huron and uh, in, in Lower Manhattan. I went to Dead and Company at City Field, and then I went to see Chris Stapleton up in Woodstock. And just to be in this place where I was like going out and meeting people and literally just blooming felt so good and right after that I went into a phase where I just wanted to write I didn't really want to talk to a lot of people and I think it's important to like honor that it is really hard to like write about what's going on as it's happening and so I'm just not gonna force myself anymore to do things out of obligation or feeling like to satisfy other people. I need to show up to certain things or respond to certain people. And I I think it's like a delicate balance of doing it in a way where you're not being dismissive, but you're also just like honoring where you're at. And so in 2022, I've been thinking a lot about what I want this year to be while also not holding on to expectations of how it's going to go. And I think a big part of what I want to do is is be in a, a place and a city where I don't know my way and I don't know the people. And I really want to live in that place of being in an unfamiliar place where I get to figure things out. <laughs> and figuring things out on your own is so satisfying. Um, I had broken the lever on, I have two 
bathrooms in my house and one of them the lever had broken like a week ago and it's just been driving me insane and I keep meaning to call the plumber to come fix it but also I just haven't gotten around to it and it's been Christmas and the holidays and so today I finally had the motivation to deal with it and so I'm like wait a minute let me just see if I can figure this out and I googled it and I looked at tutorials and I took the lid off the top and you know what I freaking fixed it. Like I actually fixed it and it's working now. And going along with that, you know, I did all these calls today and I, I fixed the thermostat that's supposed to be connected to an app on my phone. And granted, yes, that took two hours on the phone, but now I have a working thermostat that's from an app on my phone and all these little things that I used to get really intimidated by because basic tasks of things don't that don't come naturally to me um, because I'm a perfectionist. It's like, I don't want to bother doing it unless I know it's going to be done perfectly or otherwise it's just not worth it. It's just not a way that I want to live my life anymore. And I think the greatest thing about your early thirties is that you have just enough experience of the absolute shit show that was your 20s that you're in a place where you're able to remember how little you knew when you thought you knew everything but also have like the imaginative side of you know you can still do it better so it's this like weird place to live in where everything's like a little haphazard it's a little ramshackle but it's okay and it's going to work and I just love those people and I think that about that a lot. It's always those characters in movies. Uh, I, wa- I re-watched Under the Tuscan Sun the other day and I had to laugh because, you know, it's about this woman and she goes to Italy and she wants to escape her life and she has this cheating ex-husband and she buys this villa in, in Florence and she, you know, puts all of her energy into making it beautiful and it reminded me of that idea that, um, when you do things on your own alone, like there really is nothing more satisfying than the sheer accomplishment that comes from that. And I think we are so fast sometimes and we get so many things done that like, we don't stop to just like acknowledge it for ourselves Literally, I had to be like, okay, you did a really good job. You've been getting these things done. And it's important to do that because sometimes the voices in our head are so demeaning and dismissive when we do things wrong, or at least for myself, that it's hard to not get caught up in, um, ugh, like, if I had just done it this way or I had done that call or said this in that interview or um, I had this like great work opportunity and I just want to make it happen. But that force of making something happen, honestly, I just want to be as effortless as possible. And I try to do it in a way where I think of nature and how effortless nature is and how The waves don't have to exert really hard to make a beautiful high tide. It just happens. And then when it's low tide, it's low tide. And, you know, it's the same with peaks and valleys of the mountains and all of these different things. But 
if we can try to remember and like be as connected to nature in every way possible, we are nature ourselves too. Like there's a portion of us that is built the way that nature is. And if we just remember that that is so deeply intertwined into our nervous systems, like if you ever look at the inside of a body and the anatomy of it, it literally looks like a tree, like all the little nerve endings that looks like roots, it looks like branches. And so, you know, there's a portion of nature where there's the rest period and it's nighttime and then the sunshine comes and it's daytime. And, and I worked so hard for so many years and I never took the time to pause and say la, as Glennon Doyle speaks about in Untamed. And now when I'm in those places where the say la gets to happen, I want to live in that nonstop as much as possible. And so that's kind of my goal for the end of this year and then I think moving into the beginning of next year is to you know I have these two incredible properties which is going to be a whole other episode one is in Paradise Valley Montana and it's being run as an Airbnb and the other one is in the Hamptons and that one will be an artist retreat with longer stays and so I'm looking forward to curating community through those because New York City is this magnetic hub that attracts so many seekers and people that are creatively ignited and those very same people need to find the space and ability to rest and I think when you're in the city it's it's so incredibly hard for myself to not have the FOMO when I'm out in the countryside I don't feel like I need to be doing anything else or be anywhere else other than exactly where I am but when I'm in the city it's so hard to say no to things and so I do feel like something's gonna happen this year that's really big with them especially the one in the Hamptons I'm very drawn to that space because being near the ocean is very powerful but the Montana property being near the mountains, it's it's right outside Yellowstone. And I've been reading a lot about how the land of Yellowstone is so magnetized by all of the sights and sounds within it that it is a very high vibrational place. And so there are some places where the frequency is lower and there's some areas where it's a lot higher. And so I think it's important to try to figure out how to access that say law, that sweet spot as much as possible in artist retreats. And I've been reading a lot about sound baths and healing ceremonies. And I think it's going to be a really freaking good year. I just know it is. And what song do I want to leave you with? I can't stop listening to Dr. Don, Such a Night. It's from the last Waltz documentary soundtrack. And the energy when he starts it out, when he's like, such a night. And he's just going, is so good. And I've probably played it at least 45 times in the past two days, which is what I always do when I discover new music that I love. So I'm going to go watch uh, more of season two of the morning show, which I will admit is a little bit 
Mm, it's hard to watch because a lot of it actually does remind me of the insane pace of life of what working in news is. And right now I'm in such a place that I just want to rest and recuperate as much as possible. But I think there will be a whole episode on what it means to watch those characters and remember what it's like pre-pandemic to live in that really high, fast pace, adrenaline-fueled world. And I miss it a little bit. And I also feel really terrified at the idea of going back to the pace I was at before because I don't want to burn out again. But that's for a whole other episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. And I am so excited to continue. I will be doing a new episode every single day before the new year. And then we'll keep on going after that. I am so excited for some of the guests that will be joining us. And I'm looking forward to speaking with some of you that are going to be sharing your silver linings of the past two years of what I now call Cosmic Goodness. So thank you so much for listening to Cosmic Goodness Loves You.